Hello. I am the giant flying beaver that rules the universe, and I'd like to welcome you to the Map Report's discussion of determinism. You may find this a little bit silly, I certainly did, but we have to let Russ, Greg, and the story have their little discussions now and then, just so they get the sense there's a little bit of free will that remains. We now give you, proudly, a discussion of determinism. Oh, Wait, God. you're copying, oh, Greg. You're copying. That's so funny. Damn, you're taking people your fuck deal back. Funny. Oh my that's God. Thing, We're taking. Rush to the that's, house. And that's the Greg way. He brings it all around. He brought it up because he is this woman whose name is so unpronounceable that no one has attempted <laughs> it yet on this show. But I'm. Kavya Viswanathan. Let's see. Let's see if we can do it. Kavya Viswanathan. Oh, Kavya. Kavya is actually pretty, uh, pretty fast. She's like, okay, I'm gonna publish, but I have one Kavya. None Her name is Mimicry Vish Kavi. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Kavya Mikavi. I think Mimicry is uh, a good female name. Nice, I like that. Not very flattering, but it works. It's a female Dude, name. Dude, she even named her character no, Money Pimica. Yeah, one Kavya. Mimicry. She even named her ca- or one character Sabrina, like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and Money Penny from James Bond. Like she was all about plagiarism. The hell. Yeah, I really think oh, you might joke, I eventually. Think. I think that was Sorry, I apologize. Will oh. eventually realize that there wasn't an original <laughs> word in the entire thing that every passage could be linked to something. And it's actually the greatest mosaic work of great works of literature and some lousy works of literature that's ever been constructed. Every sentence was just slightly riffed off of some okay, other Now I'm going to play devil's advocate. Work. Whereas we can sure. all agree that this particular case was an extreme and stupidly dumb case of plagiarism where she was basically begging to be caught by anyone who bothered to read her book. However, are you going to delving deeply now? enough into a person's mind, can't you make the argument that every single thought that they've ever had that translated into their fictive or non-fictive work came from some experience, which came from somebody else's experience, it's and basically is tying is together the human there. fabric that has been passed down through thousands and thousands of years, and hence, if you weren't one of the first living human beings, it's all some form of place. This sounds like what my students huh? sometimes say, and my huh? answer is the following. Shut up. No, I'm just kidding. No, the answer actually is that you could do that without actually using the <laughs> okay. same language. I mean, you could actually do, of course, you're going to build on the ideas, but you don't have to say, as an example, here's another very quick one. Wait, as you're an example, conceding the deterministic point on the outside? You don't have to say, okay. in a truly satimistic <laughs> dieting gesture, they chose to buy their Diet Cokes at Cinnabon. Next step. In a truly masochistic gesture, they had decided to buy Diet Cokes from Mrs. Fields. See, so it's Mrs. Fields, not Cinnabon. <laughs> I mean, no. I, okay. I disagree Can with the deterministic fallacy. I agree. No, I disagree. That you're not responsible for anything, yeah. and that you're just a product of chemicals that descended from other chemicals, because that is bunk, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that there's an argument bizarre. to be made for that as well. Are you going to say they're both on the same level, so that anyone who believes in determinism is free to violate the laws of plagiarism? Russ, because you're not being funny. It's all Anyone who believes truly in determinism can do whatever the crap they want without any sort of recourse because that's what it says is that no one is responsible for anything and everything anyone ever does, including me saying this and waving my toe in the air as I'm doing now and no one can see, was entirely toe? determined by previous events and so there's never anything that matters for anything. The result of determinism for anyone who takes it seriously is sitting a puddle in a puddle and crying until you die of starvation. And waving a toe. You know what I think? Thank you. Wow. And good night. That's true. Why could that you possibly, something. what point could there possibly be in living for anything 
at all if you really believe Ooh, in I've got a great argument for even that. Even if well. we buy determinism entirely, even if we buy it, even if we believe in it entirely, which I don't, and determinism is garbage, but even if you believe in it, you should never act as though you believe in it because it leads Can to I take a crack at that, actually? Well, Can I take a crack at maybe. that? Maybe. Before you do, maybe yeah. it's like Mama says, and we all have a destiny, oh or maybe it's like Lieutenant Dan says, and we're all just sort of floating on the wind, like a leaf on a tree. But I think maybe it's both. Maybe both things can be happening at the same time. Ooh, and the dog barks. <laughs> That was very dramatic. made a great response to that. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> I was like, the dog went, That was all faded to happen. The dog went. The dog, the dog, the dog like, I'm not up a little eyes, You can hear that. Oh, man. <laughs> So okay. I got to let me let me see if Greg, I can take that a crack was at that. Determined to happen. Let me see if I can take that a crack was at predestined. that. Predestined dog. Is gone backwards. Quick before the crack. All right, let me take a crack at that. I, I although I agree with story and, and I agree that the, I don't agree with this determinism business, but I will say this. Here's the argument to be made. All of you are familiar with the play Oedipus Rex, I assume, where the guy kills his father, marries his mother, blah, 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 yes, blah. Yes, which okay. is plagiarized from Oedipus, Oedipus Rex. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Oedipus, you bastard. Okay, so one of the things that comes up about that play is the Greeks had a, had a phrase called character is destiny. And the argument is, was... <laughs> Don't you mean the Greeks? Was the argument... The, the, the Greeks. The exactly. Greeks. They plagiarized the Greeks. Was the argument... Their entire civilization. Was the point, was the point of that play that whether or not you avoid try to avoid your fate the gods will ensure you run into it or is it that the way that you behave the point of the play is moms can be hot or is the point of the play hot. that yes, the way that you moms. behave <laughs> so here's the point there you right. the point is the point, the is, point is the following Gregory Wilson with the, the point. point is this so if are you going to guaranteed to do your fate because the gods set it up that way or did they create the prophecy because they knew you would act in such a way as to bring your fate about? So that if you act in a particular way, it's not ex it's deterministic only to the extent that you were automatically going to behave in that way. You see what I mean? The kind of person that Oedipus is is the kind of person that would pursue his investigation until he found out what he had actually done. Mother. A different so person wouldn't have done that. if you think critically, then there's no determinism for you. In a sense, because you're actually if you're like doing it. If you're like a critical thinker who weighs options... And sometimes does things randomly. And the other thing is this story. Then, so then the there's no there way is something of to be said. There's yeah. something to be said for acting and behaving then, perfectly then within parameters. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. Not a reality about the universe. That could be. Right? That could be. But I guess the point would be this: even if it's a reality in the universe. The point would be that if you can act in such a way as to make that role meaningful, that is to say, okay, my fate is this, but I'm going to do exactly what it was done in the most magnificent, you know, best example of that role that I can, then in some way I have done what I should, and that makes a difference. Like, I'm not just going through the motions because, oh, it's going to happen anyway. I am embracing what it is that's been put before me, and in the way that I do that, there's a certain dignity in that action, would be the argument. Like uh, mama no. Wasn't that funny? Da, 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 no da. Because you're just yeah, because you're just <laughs> giving in to something. I mean, if you really have no free will and it's all determined, then you might as well fuck about, right? Because I mean, how about who cares? this? Yeah, yeah, get the point that determinism is depressing. But how about this? What if I can convince you that there is some degree of determinism, but not complete determinism? Would you buy that? Are you be willing to buy that? I mean. The degree to which there is some determin I mean, yes, I am determined to not be able to fly through my roof at this exact second. With your toe. Like, no, yeah, even more great. mundane things I mean, than that. Like the, 
the whole shit that, that we have about you and I having the same brain. What that means is that, sure. especially with the two of us, we could very reliably predict the behavior of the other person with to such a degree that you could say most of it is predetermined, or you know, seventy-eight percent of it's predetermined. I don't buy that because at I know all. what you're going to do. I think there's too many things that are that randomly affect that, and I think that you and I especially are horrible examples for determinism. Like, frankly, there are a lot of people I know who make decent cases for determinism because they're predictable as fuck. You and I, Russ. Oh, oh God, I wouldn't no. say that. You and I, Russ, defeat determinism. There's a little bit of predictability. We are no, because we're crazy, and you don't know what kind of crazy is going to come. <laughs> out. Yes, I do. There are times Story. That, Story. If times... I put a chicken dinner no, in front of no, you, I predict you will get up and push uh, it away and run out of the exactly. room. Okay, that's predictable. You are not going to go into no, the teeth the chicken. No, but there are some moods in it. which I would just be like, uh, no, thank you. And there's would some you ever moods eat in which the chicken? I would impersonate the chicken and complain about the situation. Would you eat the chicken? I wouldn't. He would never eat it though. I mean, but again. Yeah, me not eating a chicken, though, is like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's like me not jumping out of my chair and flying through my roof. Right? Why? Like, exactly. there are things that, there are all kinds of Gravity things that human behaviors, because I Physics ruled it out, because I have made it, yeah, exactly, great. What does that prove? Fantastic. There it are lots of options. That you can't violate Saying that we God's don't have will. every option in the world does not mean that we don't have options. That is the most ridiculous statement. It's like going into Taco Bell and saying, because I can't order a steak sandwich at Taco Bell, there's nothing on the menu. I'm determined well, to order. I only have one thing that I can order on the menu because there's no steak sandwich. There's only well, one thing on the menu. What about the other end of that? That's the exact the other end same argument. Somebody on death row who's going to be in prison for the rest of their life has a mostly deterministic and predetermined life. Right? Huh? Hmm? But that's because of the actions of other people. That's not because their fate was determined to be that way in some cosmic sense. Does it matter what the motivator is behind determinism, or does it matter that it exists? Why does it have to be God? Why, well, can't, we, you know, why can't determinism come from us or not come from us? Where does it matter where it comes from? But there's no world in which you can say that the Supreme Court absolutely would have overturned the death penalty thing in the 1976 and re reinstated the death penalty. You can't tell me that what that was What about the world of the Matrix? Isn't the world of the Matrix and therefore everyone a highly from high incidence of determinism because most of the people will sit in a pod dreaming for the rest of their life and nothing, they won't do anything? Okay, can because we stick with examples that actually have to do with real life? Like, what well, about the hypothetical fiction story that I wrote about determinism, where determinism is given as true? <laughs> Wasn't there determinism in there? I mean, what, what kind of argument is that? You've so been defeated on real life that you're this already is a brilliant argument. crazy fiction. You've retreated to the Matrix and story can't handle it. It's a great idea, I think. This is really compelling. Story okay. story, there is I no mean, spoon. There is no spoon. No it, spoon. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. I think no the argument the about the Matrix, Russ, I can take on your Matrix argument. I think it's pretty All easy, right. actually. Good. Go for the it. Matrix is just like the it, you, you you might as well have not changed away from the prison argument because the pr the people are basically just imprisoned by the by the machines. So okay. the point I think about determinism is determinism is only there if you have something that's set to happen and there's no free will guiding it. It's not that free will can't be over one person's free will can't be overcome by another. You know, I could always kill somebody and end their free will altogether. The point is, was the action determined on a universal scale and not by some most powerful being's free will? 
right? Okay. Like if you think now, God what if is that within our universe, seventy-five percent of the time. What if it instead of being totally deterministic, what if the universe is seventy-eight point three percent deterministic? Does that totally discredit the idea of determinism? Just because if you have less than one hundred percent, then it can't be well, determinism at all. What I mean, if see, it's, that's if it's what I don't agree percent it can't be. I think because that we could that have a certain level of knowledge throws everything else out. Where well, a scientist could say so they could no study your genetics and they could study your upbringing and they will predict, you know, with incredible accuracy what you're going to do at certain ages in your life. Now, there may be, you know, some kind of percentage of, uh, whatchamacallit, of error, some mm -hmm. percentage that they won't be right. But I think that you can say that if the world is 87% deterministic because of our genetics, that doesn't totally discredit the theory if it's that likely that things are going to happen, that you're going to do certain things doesn't mean it has to be 100%. I think we're talking about slightly different things, though. The idea yeah. behind determinism is that the world itself is set in motion and then can't be changed. The fact that there are parts of the world that are run by rules, you know, the rules of physics, for example, it doesn't mean, I mean, if you want to talk about that, I think that's interesting to talk about, but I think it's a totally different issue from determinism. I don't think determinism... Well, just because I'm not religious doesn't mean I can't talk about determinism, because for me, the way the universe works is based mostly yeah. on genetics and physics, unless on some grand design, you know, by some supernatural I'm not being. talking about religion at all. So, I mean, but I think talking right. about but genetics is, is talking about the universe. That's the same okay. thing to me. But you think the entire universe is, is ruled by genetics? Yeah, he does. For human beings' but purposes. The point is, yeah, but the point is, is that if determinism is the world is set in motion and can't be changed, and there's an aspect of the world that can be changed, then there's no determinism. I mean, that's a pretty simple, logical progression. No. But, well, I don't, I don't accept your definition, though. I think your definition is wrong. You're defining yourself to win the argument. I think that determinism can mean that there's a point to which free will doesn't exist because we are programmed to do no. certain things, and free will doesn't enter into the equation. Also, and I think if, that's, if most of the time free will doesn't enter into the equation, I think that there's a balance between free will and determinism. And you can't just say everything's free will because there are certain mm -hmm. things that free okay, will is never going to simple. accomplish. The other thing is that a lot of the reason that you would get the results you would with that survey is because people are closed-minded and don't think outside the box. It's not because they're determined to do that. It's because, you know, society has a vested interest in keeping people closed-minded and keeping people in the box, and people go along with that because it's easy and it's default. It's not because they don't have other options or they don't consider those op other options. It's because they just don't get around to doing them because they're too lazy to, to go outside no, those bounds of their lives. So you I can predict a lot of things. Go for it. One thing that's determined both in animals and humans as genetic is instinct, right? And, and the, as common instinct is the instinct of disgust at, at things that are bad for us. That's why we naturally, our stomach is turned by seeing maggots, for example. It's just an inbred instinct mm, that maggots. because, you know, those over the course of millions of years, those uh, Yeah, it's the same reason we think babies have, are cute, because it's advantageous right. to think that. Yeah. Right. Those, those people who have seen maggots and been disgusted were more likely to live and pass on their genes. All right. Mm -hmm. The fact that, that we have that instinct, I think, is, what you're, is one thing you're alluding to. So it's deterministic. Everybody who sees the maggots is going to have their stomach turned. But I don't think that's determinism because the fact that they have that instinct doesn't change the fact that they can also determine themselves they can be self-determinative and decide not to have their stomach turn, or maybe even push themselves and decide that they will try. They will eat a maggot. The the point 
that I'm making is the fact that there are forces in the world that push us one way or the other is very different from the idea that, that our course of action is entirely limited to one particular way. And I, I think that's I a great example. Where saying, but my problem with that argument is that if you're only out to get out of a deterministic system is to say there's always the possibility that something could change doesn't look so strong in a situation where you can reliably predict what people are going to do 99% of the time. And your only argument against that is, well, yeah, but they don't have to do that. They could always change what they're doing. But the fact remains, they still are completely predictable 99% of the time. You know, if the possibility right. exists, I think then we why aren't they deviating level. more than 1% of the time? It might just be because they're always choosing what happens to be the best or good thing. And if what you're saying is, well, it's deterministic because people want to do what's good for them, it just seems to collapse on itself then, to me. If, mm -hmm. if, what, if they have free will, but they're exercising in a way that maximizes their, you know, their happiness, then I'm not sure that's determinism. That's just people making ra good rational Yeah, I mean, decisions. the idea of determinism, it seems to me, has to involve some kind of an external agent. So at the point that people are creating their own deterministic positions, I mean, that's kind of the point that I was making before. If, if the idea in, say, a play like Oedipus is that Oedipus is going to do what he's going to do because of the person that he is, you can argue that's not determinism. That's just that is, as Story said, a character flaw. If it's because the gods willed it to be so, and they said, no, we don't right. care if you run from the city, you're going to end up wherever you are, then you're talking about determinism. But I think it's a little bit of a stretch to claim that determinism starts any time that you are absolutely going to engage in a given action, regardless of whether or not you're the person causing yourself to do that given action. So... I think external agents okay, are Okay, do you guys agree with or do you disagree with the premise that at a certain level of technology we will be able to predict, you know, 99% of the prediction actions is not of a given person if you study them prediction enough? Prediction is not determinism. I disagree. It doesn't matter. Not. Prediction is not determinism. See, but that's the difference. Stories arguing with the premise, you're arguing with the definition. But you see what I'm yeah. saying? My premise is that if you can predict 99% of the time, then it's deterministic. Story doesn't agree with that definition, and you I'm don't agree with, with both, the assessment to, to be possible. Fair. I don't agree. That the, I mean, because prediction is not determinism. And, and you know both. what? Milton yes. said the same thing in Paradise Lost about the, about the vision of God. I mean, there's been this discussion for a long time. In traditional Christian theology, the theory goes that if God is omnipotent, how, then how possibly can he allow bad things to happen? And the answer is that God can know, and, it's said, and Milton has him say this in Paradise Lost, God can know that things are going to happen, but that doesn't mean that God is obligated to stop them from occurring. You know, the man is free to fall, and that's the idea. So it, just because God knows that man is going to act in a way to cause him to fall doesn't mean thereby that, God, that, you know, that somehow his not preventing him from doing so is a bad thing. So knowledge does not assume determinism. His knowledge doesn't mean that he should act to stop it. In fact, you could argue if he acted to stop it, then he would be deemed deterministic because he'd be saying, no, I'm going to make things this way. Absolutely. You know? Do you accept determinism in a world where we're not talking about some supernatural godlike figure that either controls or plans for everything at some point in time? Or is that just not part no. of that? Outside, I accept okay, determinism. Okay, so outside of a religious nowhere. framework, determinism doesn't exist for you. There's no such thing if you don't have God. Is that right? There's With no such thing as determinism God, no if you determinism. take God out of the equation. In our world. I know you don't believe it exists, but the concept. With God can you conceive of determinism? God. Can you conceive of it without God? Oh, yeah. You can conceive of it. Yeah. Is there a possible world in which you could conceive of determinism without God? I'm, absolutely. So I want, you, I want you to describe that world then, because I'm not seeing it from your perspective on how that would be possible. 
I mean, you can conceive of it. You can mentally know what the you know conditions so are. So what is that like? Describe that it possible. to me. What's it like? I want to give a shout-out to all the uh, Ph.D. students in philosophy who are still I was just going to say, this has already been, by by the time you're listening to this, this will already have been broken off from the rest (laughs) of our podcast. This is yet another, this will be 28.1, guys. Oh, no. We haven't done this in 24 weeks. 24 We will take a sample of this for the regular map report. This is still good. Uh, Sorry, we're 25 minutes over the hour. come on. We can't do it this way. Um, Uh, I'm going to protest the premise, though. Well, anyway, but one thing I was going to say, though. thanks for listening. (laughs) That's our show. I don't know. No, no, because we'll we'll go on. We'll finish up normally in a little bit. But I was going to say about this, about the deterministic thing, just to throw one thing in there. One example of that would be an example like the Matrix that you used before. If you have an external agent, not God, but somebody who has essential control over you, or at least control over what it is that you perceive to be true, then at that point, determinism is existing to the extent that the external agent is commanding it. The point is, determinism fails only when you individually have ultimate control over your actions. So, if your perception is based solely upon what other people have given you to do, like, you know, the based solely upon stimuli given to you by other some external agent, then at that point you're dealing with determinism, whether it's God or computers, I would say. And what if what if That's the external agent one, of the universe? A world That's of because robots. the universe is now your matrix world. That's uh, that's why it makes more sense to say what about in the matrix because what you're saying is what about when you've got a universe in which everything is predetermined isn't that different? And then if you pull back the the lens, if you pan out for and say, okay, but we're not in just the matrix because the matrix is within the, the real earth, which is being run by machines, then it's no longer deterministic. Right. It's how you define the universe. No, I because – So I, that's I why I said exactly. if you put God as within the universe, it's not deterministic because right, you have a force Right, because every alternative I'm will. thinking of – still has a maker. It just doesn't have... But I don't know that I agree with you guys about that. It doesn't that. have let, let, God as the maker. It still has, like... It's like Brave New World, yeah. but it's still constructed. But let me give you an example you know, of that. Like though. the ultimate fruition of Brave New World or robots or anything, but it still has a maker that says, here, you're programmed to Okay, do that's fair things. enough, I guess, if you right. want to... I mean, I so guess outside, that's outside, of a outside of a controller, there's no determinism. I guess that outside of a determiner, can right? program... Unless somehow, like, robots could evolve side that's by side. I, that's Isaac Asimov. Then, no, Isaac Asimov's thing. last chapter of iRobot. Isaac Asimov's last chapter of iRobot is deterministic. For me, Russ, could just, so. But robots the are still invented for me in could Asimov's just be the laws of physics. I'm talking about robots Why like dolphins are actually robots, and they yeah, evolve I, I get, and take over and yeah. beat us. And then the only living things are robotic. And yeah. they have predetermined reality and don't think. So, and they, sorry, yeah, that's the only thing. Sorry, I can Andy. Imagine. What was that? So that's my possible world. Why can't the law of physics be? It doesn't have to be God. It could just be if you believe that our planet just happened to pop up and you know forget the planet that the whole universe just kind of popped into existence with these preset laws. Then the laws of physics can be the ter- determiner. It doesn't have to be a God. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say, was that the external forces that you guys say are necessary oh, could no be, you know, agent. genetics and environment. And if you have genetics and environment, then they will predetermine the actions of any organism that exists in that setting, in that environment. Is genetics plus environment equals true, sure. absolute determination. So then why do you need God yeah. to have those things There's exist? No you don't need God. Or I never said you need well, a but God. Thought is cr- what if thought is created by genetics and environment, and specifically, you know, that's how thought develops, because of a specific kind of genetics combined with a specific kind of environment. How does that make sense? How does a thought where you contemplate different options 
and then make Because your choices. options are absolutely determined by what your experience is, and your experience is determined by your environment and your genetics. No, 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 no. I think the, the, see, what you're getting at is if your thought that's is not instinct, really free thought like at all, instinct that's the thought was down. predetermined, that's too. That's like dumbed-down instinct. It's not yeah, thought. Yeah, that's right. It's not, no I one agree. Call that you can thought. make the argument that it it's not. I'm not talking about instinct. instinct. I'm not yeah. talking about instinct. I'm talking about your thoughts in your head right now uh, in this theory have been absolutely constructed in a very structured way, and anyone that grew up with your DNA right. in the exact same setting that no, you grew up I with would have the, the exact argument, same thoughts but in it's your head. so preposterous it's, it's that more it than that. defies description. It's quantum mechanically, you, the cells, and, and, and be even in the subcellular level, ha, are, have been going coursing through time since their creation, so that eventually they would align in a way that would create your brain that's structure exactly in such right. a way that would create this that's thought. That's exactly right. That, that's it's right. It's not fair to say, well, it's your, it's not your, I mean, your environment is sort of moot. It's that you as an, a being, then when I say that, I, I'm, I'm thinking of like you as in like, if you were in Star Trek and being transported, you, you know, your entire molecular structure and, and even, and even in a smaller level than that, you're where you are because of quantum mechanics. So I thought, Russ, what you were saying is, could we have a sort of a half-world, half-deterministic world where, you know, some of it wouldn't be determined, but we just look at genetics or environment. But if what you're talking about is that over the course of time, you know, this is just how every particle in the universe lined up, then that's true mm -hmm. determinism. Okay. But I, I don't mean, know what I think I mean, one If you're saying work. that that doesn't have to be either one, then I don't know if it's I'm determinism. I'm defending both. Here's, here's a much more everyday example that goes back to my partial determinism thing. And I think the, the thing about partial determinism is, I think part of the assumption there is that if we just knew more, then it might be absolute determinism. We just don't have a full set of data that would allow us to predict things accurately. There have been many, many documented stories of twins who are separated at birth and never knew each other and grew up in different families, but both ended up working in the same industry, both owned a blue Toyota, both married a woman with the same name, of the same height, who looked the same, both, you know, smoked until they were such an age, both had the same ailments, and it wasn't just genetic things, it was what they chose to do with their that lives. Was was that was Russ's identical. brother, Bob Guberman. Exactly. That was, uh, that was my evil twin brother, Bustle. <laughs> no, seriously, like, that has been documented, so I mean... What do you say about that? Do you just say, well, that's sort of kind of free will, but not really? Because they chose to do the same thing on their own without knowing what the other one was doing. But clearly there is a correlation based on their genetics. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that I, genetics I think... is entirely a myth. I'm not saying that it's coincidence that white people come out of white moms. Like, I'm not arguing that. That would be a great argument, you know, though. I'm but arguing be fun. that... <laughs> <laughs> it's just total coincidence. But how can I'm they sorry, have no, how can they have total free, free will, will if most of the things in their life that they selected Again, ended up being Russ, the same? They don't have total free will because I don't have the total free will to go fly to Russia by flapping my arms right now. It's yeah, preposterous to say they story, don't have total free why will. Why are you making an extreme sort of example argument. when I'm talking about all of their normal rational life choices that everyone makes that don't violate any laws of physics? I'm just talking about what they chose to do with themselves was exactly the same. Because it doesn't establish anything to say that they don't have every single option on the table. That doesn't prove anything or establish well, anything. Well, he's not saying every single option. He's saying normal options. Narrower. I understand. Just because it was a little bit narrower doesn't prove anything. It proves there's a genetic connection, sure, but that's not a limitation of free will. They could have chosen to do other things. They just chose not to. 
How is so how can you that? ever prove – so Story, in, your, in a world where you would see complete and total 100% determinism, you could look at that world and say, well, it's not deterministic at all. At any point in time, one of these people could just choose to turn left. They just all walk in the same direction because that's what they're doing. But at any point in time, they could choose to do the opposite thing, and that proves I'm right. How can you look at a world and say that it is deterministic if your theory is that as long as there's the possibility that it's not, Maybe then I it's can. not? Maybe I can't because, you know, because it's true that if there were any reason to believe that there were the possibility that they could, then, you know, like you had long discussions and lengthy treatises that people made about turning left and just no one ever did it because it was just so universally seen as in people's best interest to turn right, then, you know, yeah, I think that that would be a world that could, you know, I mean, it's hard to know for sure, but I definitely can think of examples that would look like that that would still involve free will. So maybe you've proven your point that I can't Rush. fathom determinism hmm. in a real sense, that I can't really swallow Interesting. it. Interesting. Let That's me fine. turn it back on you, Russ, because I think this <laughs> is the way to go. What do you say... <laughs> <laughs> what do you say about the twins who don't do that, who, who do make different decisions? Who do make different decisions? Mm -hmm. I think that that's a very good because argument they have the same as to why... the same genes. Uh-huh. In taking the position of the determinism arguer, I would say that in their cases, that environment influenced their lives more than genetics did. That, it, well, that is kind of I'm an sure argument they, about special found... pleading then. I mean, you pull up either environment or genetics depending on what supports determinism better, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, that's true. Exactly. I mean, the that thing is, though, you, can't, you can never discount all of the stories about the genetic people doing the exact same thing. So you couldn't ever say that's a coincidence. You couldn't ever say that's completely random that two brothers who were separated at birth both had blue, you know, eight, you know, 18 different Actually, documented things that were exactly the same. there's a lot of probabilistic people that would say that. And they do say that. I read a whole article about how all of these absolutely insane coincidences were just the one in a million probability finally hitting. And that, you know, all, all sorts of things. These we just happen to notice in Norway. the weird ones. <laughs> yeah, that's, to the okay. that's the argument. argument. So there are that's lots true. of people who make that argument. I think it's bunk, personally, and I agree case, with you there, but there are lots of people who defend that argument. Like and the two case, twin brothers argue, in Norway who were killed on separate bikes on separate sides of the town by two trucks from the same company at the same yeah. minute and like crazy stuff like that. And, there, and that's what this whole article was about, was about nothing but cases like this and them biting the bullet and saying, no, it's just probability being really, really random. I don't buy it, okay. but a lot of people do I make mean, that argument. Instead of doing that, then I would just say I don't think that those cases exist. I don't think there are any identical twins that don't have similar tendencies, that don't do similar things, that may, as a product of their environment of hating being twins, tried as hard as they could to lead different lives. They just do it using the same mind. It would be like splitting myself in two, and well, one yeah. of me says, I'm going to go into advertising for 30 years just to be as different as possible from what I conceived that I was going to do. And the it's other one me, of you promoting the message. It's just report. me trying really yeah. hard to fight against the, the me that I expect me to be. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, you, you said it, Russ. They're using the same mind. So in that sense, the, things are determined because that mind has comes prepackaged with certain desires and, and right. certain things that, that it's more attracted to. But I'm not sure it's determinism. Those are very unless, limited restrictions. They're not as overarching as you said because you just gave the example that you could go on and be a Russ who went into advertising and that you could nor, nor that just because deterministic. the same brain yeah. has certain limitations 
but it could go into any one of diff many different directions because it's not Nor determined. Nor determinism. it has lots of potentials and it thinks about things. And sometimes really random and crazy events or really whimsical thoughts are the things that make the difference between that oh, being who and, we are. And all I would say to that would be if my environments were different enough that that became my path in life, then that but wouldn't not all hurt my determinism theory. Sometimes it would just mean that I was compelled by my environment to do what was working. Yeah, I mean, I think me. the problem is that you can break that. No, you can break often, this down. They, often people make decisions that aren't in their best. Yeah, you could break exactly because you could break this down to such but clear level. Well, but here's the problem. Maybe they were yeah, beaten no, as a child. The they try to, they try to, no. you know, they try no. to sabotage See, themselves no. because they have a low self-esteem, and that's what. But here's what I disagree them. with that argument. There's a certain point at no. which this becomes a kind of absolutist thing, where, of course, if you break everything down to the cellular level and you say, well, naturally they were going to act this way because the neuron fired in this given sense based upon this, that, and the other. Well, then, yeah, I mean, free will has no meaning. But to have the to have the argument have any sort of logical yeah. oh, validity. Oh, come on, Greg, you're rolling over wait, like oh, wait. that. Let me let me explain. God. First of all, God I don't think it, I not I don't. First no, of all, it's first of all, lost. you've already waved the white flag, and then you're saying, "Let me explain why." I we hardly win. see any way why I'm rolling over and waving the white flag. If you're going to break something down and say that the only reason we do something is because chemicals in our brain allow us to do it, that is a factual case. Okay, that's that's a simple fact. It's a simple. No, no, it's absolutely, not. it is. Absolutely, no, it is. Story. Not. How it's do you? Story. How do you? It's, it's the argument is that. They only allow us to do one thing. Story doesn't believe in science. No, 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 no. Don't you remember that? no. But I'm not. I'm not waving the white. I certainly don't believe in brain chemicals being the determinant. No, fact, I'm not saying. Okay, wait, no. wait. Uh -uh. I'm not. I'm not little. saying that brain chemicals make you say, "I want to be a pacifist," and make other people say, "I want to do this, that, and the other thing." My point is that if you look at pacifism as a series of decisions that led you ultimately to decide that you wanted to move towards being someone who believed in absolute nonviolence, and if you broke those series of decisions down further to say, "When this happened to me," I emotionally reacted in this way. And if you broke that further down to say the reason that I emotionally reacted is because the following things, eventually you're going to get down to chemicals. I hate to tell you this. The reason that you find, you know, that you take pleasure no, you're in not. certain physical... No, you I do physical... not believe this. And I story, that's no, a scientific it's fact. Bullshit. It's a scientific it's fact. No, it's what they're trying to perpetrate as oh, a scientific fact so that the pharmaceutical companies oh, can run the world. On, it is not true Sorry. at all. It is no. factually... And if you do that, I mean, there's no point in having this argument at all, because we should all be crying Why? in puddles. Why? You, Greg Wilson, Absolutely are not. obligated as a sincere Absolutely person not. to I'm agreeing puddles. with you. I'm... Because it's all a no, joke. No, story. Story. Oh, it is Jesus. absolutely not no, a joke. Because it's Why is it a joke? Because it's all a noble lie that we're telling Why ourselves. Why is it a noble lie? My, my, because it's all a noble here's the, lie. Here's, where, here's how you break out of the noble. Because it has. Because there's nothing that matters at all. Here's so how. Go cry no. In a here's goddamn how you break puddle. out of the noble. Go lie. do it. Go. Here's how you break out of the noble lie. The same things that allow... The Greg constructed his own prison, and now he's doing a prison break. Here's, the, here's how you break... I'm explaining what, what, Russ was do, what Russ is doing and the scientific argument is doing. The problem is that nothing, in my view, can be broken down to its component parts in this way. I think that you can't look at a decision and say, the following 75 disparate elements went together to make up that decision, and those 75 disparate elements made up, though, you know, were made up by 75 separate disparate elements, etc., etc., etc. I think that the only way that human existence makes sense is through a patchwork series of decisions that we make collectively, so that the, the, so that the person who became a, a pacifist because he saw his father killed in war is going to be a different kind of person, a pacifist, than a person who, you know, 
decided when he was little that, you know, because of things he had experienced as a child, he was going to become a pacifist. Those people are different kinds of pacifists. So in my, to my view, it is a bogus, a specious argument to claim that you can break things down to their component parts in that way. So my point is, I agree with you, Story. I don't believe determinism in this respect because I think all of us put together decisions in different functional ways. That's the argument. The argument is not if you get down to the basic cellular level, but cells behave in certain ways. Cells behave in certain given ways. Cells behave in certain given ways. But just because they behave in certain given ways, the things that make that cell behave in this way to create this decision, my pairing of that decision with a myriad other decisions is going to be vastly different from any other person who's in that identical situation. So that's the point that I'm making here. Can, right, can I tell yeah, you well, that's, that's how the, I see but that's your the argument, difference. Greg? With all due respect, and I think but that you are very logical and very intelligent, and I just don't understand this argument. Well, I hear that argument, and I hear, sure, 2 plus 2 equals 4, but that has nothing to do with 2 plus 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 2 equaling whatever that equals. That's exactly what Can that I make a corollary? To me. 2 plus 2 equals like, 4, but 4 yeah, sure, means something sure. much different to me than it does to you. So what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> so what? It was chemically determined. So what? what? Think of four, Are you kidding? Of so, so why what? does that matter? Yeah, why does that matter? You, th you don't think I'm it matters? You don't think meaning. what you define, what you... The fact I'll, that we find meaning in our life doesn't change the, how we the, got the, there. But the different meaning that we find from different experience Isn't is different. Proof of Do you not see a difference in this? If I look at four yes, and the I... The experience is different. The, but, but you can't throw that, that away. Created, the experience is determined No, by, absolutely not. What? The component parts are created, but the way you use and interpret the component parts is different. I mean, come on. Of course, you can't just throw experience Why? away. You can't just take experience and say, well, yeah, but that's experience. Well, yeah. Well, you don't throw it away, Greg. Experience, all I'm but saying is that there machine. is another you're clone, still Greg. That fundamentally you're missing the I'm point. A robot. You're saying fundamentally Greg, the point I'm is, a robot. If, if you were cloned and then that Very clone well was put through your same experience, they would react the same way. That's the only point. It's not that everybody, that your clone would react the same way no matter if they were born in Bangladesh or the USA. The point no, is I don't that agree with that. The clone was born when I don't you agree were born, with that. had I don't your agree parents. With that. Because I think at a certain point, you I don't, don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Because I think that my clone, because I, because I, would, you don't agree I, don't with I don't agree with your premise. I think that if I had a clone, the reaction of the clone to given experience would be different, or to, I shouldn't say experience. I should say to, to given incident, okay, given decision, given whatever. Why would it be different? To your same life. Why? To your exact same why? life. You if think it the were chemically identical and the chemicals make all the decisions, why would because it be Because the chemicals different? are not making... <laughs> because the chemicals are not making all the decisions. The, chemical, What's the chemicals the are putting before you the parameters necessary to make a decision, whether it's because they look at something because they feel that this repulses them. Example. I am repulsed by X incident. I can choose to react to X incident by becoming angry, sad, laugh at the absurdity of life, cry in a puddle, jump up and down, and okay. that reaction so essence, is different. Greg's argument is that the component, the component parts of life and the molecules and the genetics and the environment basically come down to a devil and an angel on your shoulder, and they each give you different input, and you ultimately make the decision as to how to I, react to I wouldn't to them. make it that binary, but yeah, that's sort of it. I wouldn't make it quite so binary, but yeah. I don't understand where the okay. other stuff's coming from in your world, though, Greg. If you really do believe that your, the genetics and everything co comes together to make your brain chemistry a certain way, what determines then how, when you're in that state, how you would react 
to a, a I don't know that I have an answer to that. I think that's a good question. I don't know that I have an answer. All I can say is that I think that I think so that what? runs reaction to the brain chemistry he would say free is different. Will. So wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let me just let me just get this straight, Greg, because I think I've misunderstood your argument or it's been misput yeah. or something. So your argument is that your emotional state with regards to things is predetermined by a combination of experience and brain chemistry. But the reactions that you choose to make and your actions stemming from those are Yes, in fact, I would even, I would even, Is that basically yes, what except I wouldn't say emotional state, I would say perceptual state. I think what you perceive in, in certain ways, right, okay. that, that way, what you're perceiving specifically. Well, then it all is going to hinge on what you mean by perception. Well, all what right. I was trying to say by emotion is that you can have but thought do you see the difference, emotion though? and create different I action. But when you say perceptual, perceptual sounds like that's all your resources, mm. again. That yeah, like I mean, I, yeah, that I'd I have to think that's true, I guess. Before that all your yeah. resources, that your entire perception, because if your entire perceptual state is affected, then your decision is going to result from whatever okay, your I perceptual see. I'd have state is. I'd have to think that, so I'd have to think that's, yeah, yeah, I'd have to, that, that's a good point. I'd have to think that through, but I guess the point I'm making is that the point here is not that one's, okay. do you see what I'm saying, though, that the point is not your chemicals make you decide what to think? I mean, it's like, it's like taking a bunch of blocks, right? All the blocks, I give you the blocks, I give Andy the blocks, I give Russ the blocks, I give me the blocks. All of us taking those blocks, so we have the exact same blocks, right. are going to be able to do different things. In fact, I'll even go one further. If the blocks are designed to only go together a certain sure. way, if I put together the blocks in the way they're supposed to be allegedly put together, and you take the blocks and you throw them against the wall, and Russ takes the blocks and he balances them so they kind of just fall in a heap, we've done different things with the same component parts. That's the point that I'm making. So we have the same blocks that we're working with, but how we construct them is a different thing. So it's not that the blocks but determined we what we did, but, we but, I, but you know, I have red, yellow, green, blue block, and your clone has the same block. Yeah, but right? my clone is also Not going to do something you. different. Well, that's There's a decision that the clone is... He's arguing yeah. Greg and Greg Prime. In, as, when he's saying Greg, Russ, and Andy, he's saying Greg, Greg Prime, and Greg right, Prime exactly. or whatever. Prime. That's okay. the, the See, I don't understand, Greg, why yeah. you go out of your way to say, yes, the brain chemistry is predetermined from, uh, from the beginning of time now. No, 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 we're no, all going to get see, to this my, point. My, I guess and then the, the point then that I'm making is I, I don't know what I think about that necessarily. I'm just saying that you can break down anything to say that we all come from the same air. I mean, the point is you can okay. break anything down to say... I really have to go to the bathroom. Okay. And I've held back on it for a long time, but I was predetermined at some point, according to Russ, to decide this precise mm -hmm. moment. And I think at that point, break it may make sense. And not later. It may make sooner. sense. And that is Absolutely bunk. true. You it may that, make sense that at that point, then, bunk. for us to sort of wrap up the sure. report. Shouldn't it make sense for us to do that you are at bunk. that point, to wrap it up? I want to make one okay. more argument before right. that happens, even Bye, though the story's not going to be here which is, this is the reason why you don't cry in a river when you believe in determinism. And again, I'm playing devil's advocate, but that's fun for me. Here's the reason why, even if you believe in 100% determinism, that you don't give up all hope and all life is meaningless. The reason is because you enjoy riding on roller coasters. And roller coasters are completely predetermined. They never go another way. They never go left when you think they're going to go right. But you enjoy the experience and you enjoy the ride. And that is why you want to. You should live life and enjoy life, even if you believe that you are a slave to genetics and environment, because it is for the experience and it's for the enjoyment of that experience. Yeah, I am with you there. I think that's. I don't think I don't agree with story that there's no reason to to live life if it's. I would agree with all of you, Unless although I don't you, agree with determinism I mean, I to that degree anyway. But I I would agree with you that that's the case. <laughs> I don't even know if I do, but I like <laughs> arguing for it.